Hello and welcome to another edition of Thoughts from Player One, the podcast where we take an in-depth look at one story or narrative-focused game and give our thoughts about it. As always, I'm Alex. I'm Duncan. And we are back to talk about 12 Minutes. 12 Minutes, a game developed by Louis Antonio, published by Annapurna Interactive. You can pick it up. It's on PC and Xbox. You can pick it up, I believe, for $25, but it's also currently on Xbox Game Pass for free. So you can pick it up and play through it there. Duncan, how's it Mm -hmm. feel to be back, man? We've been gone for like seven weeks now. This is the longest break we maybe have ever taken since we started the podcast. Uh, Maybe there might have been a slightly longer one previously. I don't remember. But it feels like the longest one we've ever taken. Yeah, it might have. The the game might have been 12 minutes, but we took us... 10 10 months to play it 10 10 weeks 12 some weeks seven weeks seven weeks seven Seven weeks weeks and 12 minutes (laughs) those 12 minutes were spent playing 12 minutes exactly exactly the rest of the time we were just mentally preparing to play 12 minutes Mm -hmm. but it's good i'm glad to be back i'm glad to be back glad to be hopping back into it with a with an annapurna joint which is always the best way to come back into everything Uh, why do you call it an annapurna joint I do. It's wide though, because they they published it. Yeah, I know they call it a joint. I don't know. It just feels right. An Annapurna joint. What do you, what do you want me to call? Like I could call I, it an Annapurna interactive published game, but that's too much of a mouthful. An I want to Annapurna, like, oh, it's an Annapurna experience. Joint, you know? Okay. All right. I was just curious. I was curious. There's some terminology I was missing. I was I was also concerned that you would crush the data up into a smokable powder or something like that and and roll it into a joint i was concerned about that so I'm that glad. that may be the best way to experience 12 minutes i don't know <laughs> we'll have to find out <laughs> we discussed it for a long time uh but i i think uh i think you know i think it's it, it just feels right to me it just feels right to me to say annapurna joint but let's uh sure. let's let's get to it huh are you ready? Yeah. Are you, you ready? want we me got, to we got you... a lot of, Yeah, we got a lot of great Do... stuff coming up. If, if you're just catching back because you're like, hey, they're back after seven weeks. We got a lot of good games coming up. New Life is Strange is coming out. We're going to finish up Nier. So there's out of wild stuff coming out. So it's going to be an exciting like two months or so. But that's not but what not we're going to talk one. about today. <laughs> this Turn one, around. <laughs> this one, uh, you know what? No, 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 no. Stick around. I'll back in in two weeks. Um, It'll be interesting. Um, yeah, you want to I'll... hit us with the, the elevator pitch for 12 minutes? Yeah, so 12 Minutes is a Groundhog Day type game. So you're looking at a loop game, you know. Mm. Uh, in this loop, um, you play a main character who is uh, coming into their apartment, the very small New York-style apartment, and um, it, it, his wife is there. You spend time with your wife, beautiful, beautiful time, but then a cop comes to the door <laughs> and says that your wife is under arrest for the kill of her her own dad and what huh and then you die and then it loops back around the game you 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 take a lot of objects you you know you it's got a very point and click adventure style of like try this on this play out this scenario but a big big thing that people are raving about is the voice actors in this game you got daisy ridley you got willem dafoe you got james mcavoy you got those those folks in there as mm-hmm. voice actors, which is pretty surprising. Um, so people pretty raving about that bit of it. Uh, but for the most part, yeah, point and click kind of play through these different loops of, of figuring out information, coming back with it um, and, and playing with the uh, with the space. Yeah, trying to figure out a central mystery that you don't really even know what the mystery is up front. You're just trying to you know, poke and prod at this puzzle box until you sort of figure things out. 
Yeah. So, um, with that being said, what? Uh, how? How do you? Spoiler-free thoughts. We're not. We're not going to get into um, the the uh, the meat and bones of it yet. But as a recommendation, well, how would you? How would you recommend this game? How would you talk about this game without giving anything away? Yeah, I, I definitely don't want to give too much away um, because I think this one's it, it's kind of hard for me to determine, right? So I, I do want to, to talk through my feelings, and I'm sure I'll have a better feeling of how I feel about it at the end of this uh, this podcast. But I think generally how I've been explaining it to people is that I think it's a really interesting game with a lot of cool and unique ideas. Um that maybe is a lot better on paper than an execution. Um, which is not to say that I didn't like my time with it at all. There was a lot of, I, I enjoyed a lot of what I played of this game, but I think overall there's, there's a little clunkiness around the edges that kind of d- broke some of it for me. And I think narratively it's like interesting up until the point when it, it isn't. And I think that it, it kind of needs to stick the landing a little more for me to uh, fully recommend it. I think, you know, mm-hmm. for, you know, the game's like, you know, depending on how quickly you figure out the puzzles between four and six and a half hours, something like that. Um, it's on Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass, you can get it for free. $25 is not that much, even if you don't have Game Pass. So I, I do think if you're interested, you think it's a really cool concept, you'll probably still get enough out of it to make it uh, have been worth playing. But it's not something that I'm like raving and, and shaking people by the collar and yelling at them to go go quit what they're doing now and play this game or anything. It's you know it's it's good if you miss it. Yeah. There are other versions of this type of thing in games, and oftentimes they might even be a little bit better. So, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I think I I think I'm a little bit more a little bit more positive on it, where I think it is a good type of um, uh, loop sim uh, i guess that's the only way i could kind of classify this because there are you know some games some pieces of media that follow this this sort of uh, uh narrative of uh, time magic flow mm-hmm. um my advice would be i do think you should play it if it sounds interesting to you um because i think the ending is is polarizing but mostly you know the uh, part of the game is poor polarizing but mostly negative so i find that kind of stuff interesting so if you find that interesting I would definitely go for it because I spent some time thinking about it. And, you know, that's that's all we're looking for these days. It's just something else to think about. Um, And my my advice while you play it is to play around a lot. Just kind of like see what kind of different scenarios work and what doesn't work. But give yourself three hits and use the polygon walkthrough uh, to do so, because that's what I did for two of them. And I'm thankful I did, because if I would have been stuck on either of those for any longer, uh, I probably would have just not enjoyed my time as much as I did. Uh, so so give yourself enough hints, because I don't think the puzzles are designed perfectly. Uh, but, you know, that's just me. So Yeah, and I will say, um, just the experience of, like, poking and prodding and being like, okay, well, my wife is going to say this, so what if I say this, or she's going to do that, so what if I move this item, how does she react to that, what if I use this item on that, like, how does this change the loop? Like, that process is generally pretty fun, even, like, you know, divorced from how it impacts the story. It's just cool to see what the game accounts for and what the game doesn't account for, so, you know, there's there's fun to be had no matter what. Yeah, I spent a, a large majority of time, like, there's a cup that she that she drinks from in like two sections. And I had spent a lot of time just taking that cup away from her and putting it back in different <laughs> sections and just kind of like overall fucking with her. So 
Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> could be fun. Could be fun. Um. So with that being said, what we're going to plan to do is kind of break down the story a little bit more, only talking about the through line. So we're not going to be like, well, then you could try this and that, but but mainly just kind of trying to mainline it to get you the info you need. Uh, and then we'll take kind of a checkpoint in the middle before things get get hot and heavy to talk about the game more. And then we'll finish it up. Yeah. And and to be clear, you know, the, the checkpoint is not because like, hey, you can listen to it if you have like it, it's too nebulous. It's just because like the game's kind of like, hey, after a certain point, it really becomes about the narrative more than it is about the game and we want to kind of talk about those in two separate ways and so you want to walk us through the beginning yeah i'll walk us through the the first little bit here um so basically the game opens with with you um and none of the characters have names so it'll just be like man wife and cop are the only three character names we'll use um so you you play as the man you you know essentially coming back from home um, and you come into your apartment and your wife is in the bathroom, you know, getting ready or something. And this is kind of your first instance to, to play around and to kind of interact with things, turn lights on, on and off, take cups away from your wife, things like that. Um, <laughs> and she kind of comes out of the bathroom and, and greets you, you know, hugs you and says she's got great news and she made dessert and she wants to, you know, share this great news with you. And, you know, this this first kind of loop sort of plays out, you know, obviously however you choose to do it, but the the main thrust of the first loop is that, you know, you and your wife have dessert and she gives you a gift, which is a, you know, some baby clothes that have Delilah, which was your mother's name on it. Uh, and then announces that, Hey, I'm pregnant. We're going to have a kid. And, and, you know, it's kind of happy and it's like a really upbeat loop. And then a cop shows up, um, kind of knocks on your door. Uh, you let him into your house and then he, you know, ties up you and your wife and then starts interrogating your wife saying that she killed her dad and then saying that he is looking for the pocket watch, you know, ex- expectantly like, Hey, where's the pocket watch? I know you have it. Your wife won't tell him. So she doesn't know. And then the cop will come over and start to choke you to death. And then as you are dying, your wife says, no, 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 it's in the... And then you die, and the loop starts over. That's generally what most people will get. I actually didn't end up getting that one until later. But it, it's generally... It sets up the first thing. So you know that in order to kind of progress the story, you need to figure out where this pocket watch is. Um, so you can you know, talk to your wife. You can You can start to do interesting things. You can start to prove to her that you're in a time loop by pointing out different things like, hey, you know, thunder's going to strike over there. Hey, I know what's in this gift, even though I didn't just open it. Um, and then you can use that information to question her about her past. You know, why'd she kill her father? Why, where's this pocket watch coming from? But she won't budge. Um, so what you have to do here, you, know, you hide in the closet at the beginning of the loop. You know, the game smartly just says, okay, cool, now you're waiting here, so we're just going to fast forward time up until the cop arrives. And then you watch the scene play out where the cop will basically do that interrogation but he doesn't know that you're there so and your wife also doesn't know that you're there so she can't accidentally rat you out uh and then eventually as he is you know brutally beating her up and interrogating her she admits that the the pocket watch is in the vent underneath the sink so you can you know go and find that for the next loop and then use that to kind of progress the story forward and that's sort of the first i don't know act of the game i would say that's from Entering to learning how things work to figuring out how to move forward with the story is those first two loops, I would say. Yeah, and and after that, you're learning kind of two truths, right? So the first truth is you finally get to have your wife admit everything that's going on because you can finally be like, okay, no more, no more bullshit. Like, I've got the pocket watch. You got to fess up to tell me what happened to your dad, really. 
um, which she has been lying to you before, saying, oh, he died of a heart attack, you know, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So she finally uh, tells you that um, she uh, killed her dad on Christmas Eve um, and kind of ran out after, I guess, that, you know, she had an abusive relationship with with her dad. Um, there was a, you know, she had, he had had an affair with a nanny and, you know, some of the details kind of stack on from there. Uh, but with that information, you can kind of, she she typically from that point will will start to panic because you can tell her, hey, there's a cop coming and he's going to, you know, want this pocket watch and he's going to do this and that. And she'll kind of start to freak out and pace. And, you know, you could say, well, we'll just tell him the truth, but he doesn't listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the ne- another section that you can do here is kind of a convoluted puzzle. I would say this is the most puzzly puzzle of the game. Um, you can find some sleeping pills in the drug cabinet, which you can put into that water that I was fucking with so much, uh, and, and knock her out. Uh, she will go to bed to sleep. And then there is a faulty light switch that if you flick it once, it does a little, but if it's flicked twice, it does a meaner shock. Um, so you flip it once, send your wife to bed, hide in the closet or the bathroom or hide wherever. And, um, the cop, the nomenclature of send your wife to bed by drugging her with sleeping pills against her will. Send her to bed. (laughs) Honey, honey, go to bed. Send her to bed. Um, and, and so the cop will walk in, he'll be like, where, where are you? And then he'll walk into the, um, the bedroom and turn the light on for some reason and then get shocked. From that point, you can cuff him. And uh, by the way, it should be very clear now: this is not a cop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can use his 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 ties to uh to to tie him up and start to question him. So from him, you learn that uh, he was close to your wife's dad, uh, and, and he wants revenge for for uh, her killing him, and he wants the pocket watch to pay for his daughter's treatment. You can steal his cell phone uh, and, and read his text between him and his daughter Bumblebee, who is this is affectionate name for her. And um, you also learn, however, that he actually died on New Year's, not Christmas Eve. Yeah, your wife's dad. Christmas. Not the cop. Your wife's dad, not the cop. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> Important context. Through a different conversation, you can find a uh, Polaroid that uh, was taken on New Year's Eve, though. So if you show him the Polaroid... He's kind of like, whoa, okay, uh, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Okay, maybe something's going on here. Um, so that's kind of the end of that section of the loop before we can play around more. Um, before we proceed, I think this is where we wanted to do our checkpoint, no? Uh, that is what we said. I think maybe it actually makes sense to go through the next half of a loop. Okay, do you want to do that? Yeah, so I'll do that. Um, so... Um, just again, stopping before we get to the spoiler stuff, what, what feels like it should have been the first credit sequence. We'll stop when we get there. Um, with this information that you, you now understand, Hey, this is what the cop was doing. You know, the cop was close to my wife's father and he thinks my wife killed her father. So he's out to kind of get revenge and get this pocket watch, um, to help, you know, pay for his daughter's cancer treatment. Um, you can kind of put all of those pieces together and, and you can talk with your wife and you can say, Hey, this is what's going on. Um, you can convince her that that's all true. And then you get kind of the, again, what feels like it should have been the first credit sequence. Um, 
where you convince your wife to the to just like be calm and the, you guys can handle this together and then the you know again cop in air quotes um comes through the door and you're able to convince him by showing him the polaroid that your wife did not kill your dad and then you can kind of start to piece things together okay well somebody else must have what pieces of information do we have we know a little about the nanny we know a little bit about your, your, your potentially wife's relatives um but you get kind of like a, a nice a nice ending right where the cop acknowledges that he was wrong it acknowledges that he'll keep working on it and that his daughter wouldn't like him doing this and your wife gives the pocket watch up and says here you can take this and sell it for you know your your daughter's cancer treatment because of course you can do that you know i'm a good person and then he you know wishes you well and then leaves and you and your wife embrace talking about how much you love each other and then immediately after that embrace the time loop restarts and that's where the story starts going like really into the the last arc of it um so I think just I like that because it puts a nice cap on everything um, that we've talked to up to this point. Yeah. And then I think after that point is where it all starts to go um, a different direction extremely, extremely quickly. Um, so let's talk about let's talk about the game up to this point. Right. Not talking about the big spoiler section at the end. Not talking about yeah. the final like stretches of puzzles. Not talking about the different endings. Just talking about this I'm going to say straightforward, which is not true, but it's true compared to what's coming. Uh, the straightforward line of, of what you've had to do so far. How did you feel about the game at, at this point? I liked it. I, I was still, I was thoroughly enjoying it. Man, I love Willem Dafoe in this and just in general. Mm -hmm. I like his voice a lot. I the, the, the scene like right before he comes in in the loop that Alex just talked about, uh, he's talking because you like call his daughter to be like, hey, your dad is going to do something bad. Don't, don't let him hurt us. Uh, and, and there's his phone conversation with him and his daughter, like right outside your door. Mm -hmm. And and there's like just him going, honey, I, I think you got prank called. <laughs> like there's just this, I don't know. There's certain cadences that he hits that I think is like really, really nice. Uh, yeah. So, so that, that was great. Uh, a lot of the, the, you know, the other two performers did, did great as well. Uh, but, um, sometimes uh i i think the just trying to figure this out was very difficult for like just repeating things over and over again i i desperately wish there was a fast forward button mm -hmm. it would do this game so much good if there was a fast forward button and there are opportunities to fast forward time but you have to like lay in bed and you can't see what's going on and it's yeah. it's difficult um and there so, are, to be fair, there are hints and things you can pick up on at specific moments that maybe they wanted to make sure you saw to, like, mm -hmm. you know, push you towards. Like, you know, your wife will talk about, hey, we need to fix the light switch. Your wife will talk about, hey, we need to do, like, X, Y, Z. And most of those are, you know, veiled clues about, hey, here's maybe a piece of the puzzle that you haven't looked at yet that's going to be important. So I can understand why they want to make sure you're engaging with that. But by the right. same token, when you're like, okay, well, I fucked up that conversation with the cop when he was knocked out. So now I have to come in, say hi to my wife, drug my wife, lay in bed, <laughs> hide in there, flip the light switch once but not twice, come in, recuff him, and then go through the parts of the dialogue again that I had already done and then choose the other option. That, it did get and pretty so frustrating. And so many times it would just be like, okay, I put the drugs in your water, but for some reason you're not drinking this fucking water. Like, come oh, on. See, that one was nice because it. if it was in your inventory as drugged water, you could just give it to her and she would go, oh, I was going to get some water and then she'll drink it immediately. Even when I did that, sometimes she wouldn't drink it. It was very strange. But anyways, weird. 
Um, but, but yeah, maybe I just did that incorrectly, but, but yeah, I, I, so overall I would say I was enjoying it quite a lot because I mean, I don't usually do this with these games. I usually stakes, you know, kind of span them out along a long time, but I kind of, I kind of went hard on this one. I kind of, you did, went you had it done it in like two days. Yeah, it was like two or three days. I, I, I wrapped it all up. Actually, I think it was just two days. I, I think, think it was, was just yeah. two. So I was really enjoying, I love, I love kind of point and click stuff like this and, and having it all contained like this to speak positively to the game as I actually think is a great is good like the amount of numbers of objects that you had was a nice amount where I'm like I feel like I understand how all of these interact at this point so yeah. so you know overall I was eager to learn more about the mystery I, I was a little disappointed to learn that the pocket watch was not magical in any capacity uh at least yet oops mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I guess I shouldn't have said that but That's fine. but when I grabbed it you know what I mean um, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, yeah, I, 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 some of, some of those little moments fell, fell flat, but generally I think they did. I mean, like you said, first off, I, I want to give props where props are due. I do think having it all contained and, you know, the grand total of three rooms is incredibly smart and it, it made each room feel dense and it made each, you know, room, it felt like there were things to discover in every room that maybe I didn't necessarily look at yet or I didn't interact with yet. And it always kept me thinking and guessing new things. And I, I loved that. You know, I got a little frustrated early on, um, you know, when we were playing through this game, Duncan had to, you know, I, I had to call him in for an assist before I figured out that I had to hide in the fucking closet early to figure out where the pocket watch was. Um, after that point, I didn't get stuck on anything for the rest of the game for very long. But that was... um. You know, that, that part frustrated me, but I think generally speaking, it just felt really good to be going through the motions in this game um, in terms of the way everything was designed. But yeah, that like that, like you were saying, that the need to, to just sit through these things and not be able to fast forward, the like sort of awkward interactions where the game is trying to account for where you are and then your wife will interrupt you and then you kind of have to walk towards her and walk away and you like bump into each other all the time and you'll like cut off each other in the middle of dialogue like all of that sometimes didn't work but at this point at least I really enjoyed the way that the mystery was unraveling as you went on I really enjoyed the way that it felt like everybody had a little piece of the puzzle and every new thing you found slotted into it really conveniently and and I, I found myself really engaged with the story at this point um, like you had said some yeah. of the performances were um really good at points right like like you said willem defoe's uh conversation with his daughter right outside like i mean it's a fun conversation it's it's a fun cadence but also it's just like it's really heartfelt right the tone that you've heard him use throughout the entire game to this point is like really like harsh and, and hard as he's you know coming in to basically murder you to get this pocket watch um but then the tone he takes of the daughter just breaks in such a way where it feels natural and that was so good and when your wife like has a breakdown telling you how she murdered her father after he hit her it's like really heartfelt and emotional but then other times it would just be so painfully obvious that they recorded a series of four lines out of sequence and then they just fitted them together based on information that you had and like tone would change drastically from line to line and it's like oh okay like you did not have sequences of four or five sentences pre-recorded that you just slotted in based on information you are kind of dynamically fitting these together in a way that works a lot of the time but when it doesn't work it really doesn't work and it, it kind of took me out of it immediately so there were definitely some points of contention at this game at this point um 
but I was still really into it. I was like, hell yeah, man, let's figure this out. Who's the killer? Who could it possibly be? How the fuck could I figure it out inside this room in 12 minutes with all the information I have? This seems virtually impossible. There's no way I could put this all together. Um, I like to think I was right, actually, as it turns out, but what are you going to do? Um, I also completely misunderstood some timing stuff that will become clear later at this point in the game, but I'm, I'm excited to talk about that and see if you maybe also misunderstood it in the same way that I did. Misunderstood how? Um, there was some explanation of the backstory of what had happened with your wife and her family, and I, for some reason, thought it all happened in a much shorter time frame than it did. Okay explain or can you not should we we'll should have we... to talk about the loops and i'll explain what i misunderstood later okay um, all right so and i think should... we're i think we're about ready you know i just wanted to yeah, make sure we gave go. the game praise for a lot of the mechanical and performance-based stuff that it did and then also called it out when the mechanics and performance stuff fell apart um but let's okay. talk about the story let's talk about these final two, two one two to three loops <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and technically this is like ten or eleven, but I condense them down quite a lot. Yes, um, chapter loops, story loops, you know, final things here. Yeah, so the cop after the you know the grand like we've got everything, we've figured all of it out. There's even a way to like make this shorter by being like, I know this, I know that. Let's mm-hmm. you know, let's get to the main topic. Um, you can talk about the nanny, who again um, is the, the was the um, uh, person that the wife's father had an affair with and, and had a, a son uh, that, that was always called monster uh, mm-hmm. who is, uh, you know, would be the wife's half brother. Um, and they're like, Oh yes. Yeah. Um, and they, they're like, Oh yeah. I always remember him being called monster. Like that kind of being the nickname. And I guess the dad said monster, like in his dying breaths. Uh, so they're like, Oh shit. It's definitely the brother then. And they're like, well, maybe we can figure it out if we know who the nanny is. And the cop said, well, you know, I know that the the nanny's name was something flowery. Astute listeners will remember something, but you may not remember it. So you may go around the the, the room for a while, as as someone I know did, <laughs> and God. not really fully understand what's going on but for me i was an ace glory in the hole my ass walked right to the bedroom okay i need to set the record straight right now real quick (laughs) what happened was you i you reached out to me on discord or something and we're like hey how's it going and i'm like it's doing well i just got this piece of information 45 seconds ago and i'm trying to figure it out right now uh, and I, you were like, what do you think? And I was like, I don't know. Here's a general idea I have. And also, I'm going to go fuck with this flower for like 10 minutes because you can make the flower change based on what you do in certain loops. And then you were like, it doesn't have to do with the flower. And then I was like, okay, it doesn't have to do with the other idea. And you didn't say anything. And then I found it like two minutes after proposing that idea. I was not stuck on this puzzle for a long ass time. Uh, it's just funny. Well, you said that you, you had done the flower in a couple loops, and I was like, yeah. oh, that's going to suck if you just keep trying to water this flower. Yeah, um, it's stupid that you can adjust. I don't. It's fucked up that you can change the flower from loop to loop. That's one of, like, two things that can change from loop to loop. It's fucked up. I think nothing. it's just, like, only an achievement thing. But uh, yeah. anyways, uh, you find you grab the baby clothes... And the, the baby clothes has Delilah on it, which is your mother's name. And that's what the baby was going to be named after. Gasp! 
You are your wife's half brother. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. It should be more poignant than that. Uh, but it it's is a an twist. Emotional, it's an emotional moment in the game. Yeah. Your character loses his shit, uh, as, as, as under, understood. Um, and then you kind of get a flashback. Um, this happens. This is odd. This is just odd. Uh, my interpretation is that this is definitely both of your dad, both of your dads, you're, you're and your wife's dad. Um, and you, he is like asking what your intentions are with his daughter. So this is definitely a, a before time and you can be, you can say a multitude of things, but either way, this ends up like becoming a like aggressive situation and you shoot the dad. Mm. Um, and it's the same voice as the cop. So unpack that on your own. It, it is um, Willem Dafoe. We'll, we'll talk about that afterwards, actually. But yeah. yeah. So then you go, like, back again uh, to the same room, but it's, like, a daytime, and it's nicer, and you're talking in more of a therapy setting, but it's also Willem Dafoe again. Um, and you're, like, the, the, you know, this other character says... You know, you have a couple options, you know, what do you think you want to do? You can say, I want to continue to pursue this relationship with my sister. I don't want to. And then there's some other options. So from the get go, you can say, you know, I would like to continue it, which then just sets you on the loop again. If you say hmm. you would not like to continue it, um, you spawn into an empty house version of the apartment, which you know, there's really nothing to do in there, but you can find the pocket watch again and rewind back time. The third option is you can just look at the clock and you literally just just hear the man talk, this therapy person talk, and just daze out in the game ends. Last ending, you click on a book uh, that your wife was also reading in, in one of the loops and you like quote some something from that book and then he offers you a different sort of method of uh of this where he can help you forget everything and essentially like rewind time basically it kind of feels like and uh he he, he kind of hypnotizes you in a way of like talking about a bud reversing from you know make a flower into a bud and a seed mm -hmm. etc and uh and, and then you get credits and then the game completely resets so you lose all knowledge process and yeah. and, and things like that and it's important to note that in the option that you decide to go back into the loop, um, there's you know a lot more you can do there with admitting to your wife that you're her brother and that you killed her dad, and then trying to like clear her name, and you you can kind of go through this loop and, and get a lot of extra sort of emotional content out of it. But it, you know, it just ends you back up in the same room doing the same thing over and over again. Uh, I think at one point the person who was voiced by Willem Dafoe that's supposed to be the dad has hair, and then at a different one he didn't have hair. It was very hard to tell what was going on at this point because it got extremely weird. Um, but yeah, so that's that's sort of how the game the game ends with the the knowledge that you were your wife's half brother, that you killed your wife's dad, and that. Mm -hmm. Willem Dafoe was your maybe your wife's dad and also he, you killed maybe your dad but also maybe the whole game didn't happen and it was all in your head as you were being hypnotized to not be in love with your half-sister it's hard to say it's okay, hard to say so here's my interpretation 
of it mm-hmm. is that you did actually kill your dad. Then therapy person is the cop, right? Right. The, 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 you know, that has the same voice as your dad, which I'm just going to write off. Okay. I'm going to say this is a separate person. Okay. And they're talking to you through it. And as you are discussing this, this, this need to be with your sister, the loops are just you trying to play out a scenario in which you and your sister could half sister, I should say, uh, would be like happy together. However, every time the dad slash therapist or however you want to say it comes in and ruins it in some capacity, basically representing like the familial tie between you two being like, okay, this will never happen because X, Y, and Z, or this will never work. Uh, So you're constantly trying to make it work because no matter what you do, this does not work. You cannot get credits with with this relationship working. Mm -hmm. Um, So the only option is for the character to decide, you know, this will never work and walk away from it. So I will say all of the loops are in his head. The pocket watch being a center because, you know, there is a watch in the center of the the, the room that which you're talking to the, the therapist seeming person. And, and yeah, so that's my interpretation of it. I will say I have a similar interpretation, but I think I, I think that it, is the fact that you did not kill your dad and the quote-unquote therapist person you think is still your dad just trying to convince you not to. Because in that setup for that scene, it's implied that he is talking to you about your sister, his daughter, and that that scene continues on until he'll, like, you know, attack and kill you if you don't do anything. So I think it's it's just him saying, hey, we have to work through this. You can't be with her here's how I'm going to try to hypnotize you. But I think he still does do that thing. Again, it's very open to interpretation. I don't think there's enough in the text to say definitively what's going on. Yeah, so maybe it's like he part of that, like killing his dad is is an inevitability of them being like, like he could, well, that makes sense, right? Because in any scenario, they couldn't be together without the dad being out of the picture. Mm -hmm. Like he's going to fuck it up anyway for him. So I can kind of see that. That yeah, because at least in the in that scene, you have you are already in a relationship with your sister, and have impregnated her, I believe. Right. Or at least you're already in a relationship with her. I don't remember specifically if it's implied that you had impregnated her before the dad died or not. The dad well, died in, in the dad course. dying scene, he says, "What if she gets pregnant?" Okay, but maybe that's I it. I think in the therapy seeming one, I think. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to I would, remember. I would have to details. rewatch for the specific details. I, so part of the reason I don't remember is because I thought this was stupid. Uh, <laughs> so first <laughs> off, I'll explain why I was very confused. Um, and it's because the whole backstory is that your dad, your wife's dad had this affair and then got this nanny pregnant. And then, you know, that child is not in your life and your mom ends up dying. And then... You know, you never meet your your wife's never meets her half brother, which you know is you. Um, so you know that that's wrong. And then things happen. Your wife shoots your dad. And he doesn't die on Christmas, but then gets shot and killed on New Year's. Um, in my mind, those events all happened pretty close to each other. So when he was like, the last words your dad said were "monster, monster," and your wife was like, "Well, he called my half brother monster," I was like, "Oh shit." 
did her dad get shot by like a six year old? Because that's how old he would <laughs> yep. have been, right? Because he yep. would have been really young. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it also like I yeah, there's a there's a huge problem with the time. And also oh, yeah. like how would she not know that I, I feel like somehow she would have to know her half brother. Like at least a little bit of information. Or like if they were married at this point, like wouldn't they like somehow meet each other's family? I feel like there's no yes. way that this information wouldn't get out. I right? mean, there's like, also a enormous problem with the time in that like assumingly when they show you the scene of you killing your dad, dude's just fine talking to you in a library, but apparently he got shot four days ago. Like it doesn't work. It just doesn't track at all. Right. Your wife shot him on yeah. Christmas Eve. He died on new year's Eve from a different gunshot wound. He would not have been up and around and talking to you. It, and he wouldn't have been concerned about this. And also I'm pretty sure your wife met you on new year's Eve. And that's why you have that Polaroid. And there's no way you would have also gotten across the country. All of this lends a lot of, I don't think that's it. true. I, I don't think did. you met on new year's Eve. Maybe but, but, not. But you're still right. And also, the, the other thing to say about that is is just, like, I, I think what was done here is there were some clear holes in the story, and it very easily gets wiped away by saying, well, it was all in his head. So, mm-hmm. obviously, when you're making up a story, you know, there are some holes in it. Uh, yes. You know, something like that. But, but you know, I, I don't know. It, 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 it really kicks you. It really kicks you when you're down to being like, well... I, I know the story doesn't make any sense because it's in his head. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it's just unfortunate because I think the the way the story was being told prior to this was really interesting. I really liked the way that they were removing layers and in having you learn a little bit more with each step. And honestly, I didn't even hate the twist that like I wouldn't have hated the twist that you were half brother and half sister if it was not also accompanied by the fact that either none of this is real or your character somehow repressed years and years of his life. Um, and yeah, that like also, how, how also, does he forget? <laughs> yeah, and like you and your sister would have known each other. It's fine. It, uh, I, I think they really wanted it to be like, hey, you could pick a lot of holes in this because it doesn't work. Um, I just think that that's not good. <laughs> right. Uh, it right. doesn't it doesn't line up with what I liked about the game in the first, you know, three quarters of the game or so. And I, I think the more it tries to kind of do this clever meta narrative that peels apart sort of the less it works. It you know, I also think that you don't really I don't know. I don't sympathize with the primary character. I don't sympathize with the man that you're playing because he doesn't have the sort of like thought processes that I would want him to have at no point during this whole game. Does he go like, I wonder why I'm trapped in a time loop. I wonder how I'm trapped in a time loop. I wonder what this watch has to do with the time loop. He like never asks any of these questions out loud. Um, And I don't know. He just has quips about, about how he gets killed by the cop. Yes. He's got a lot of quips about how he gets killed by the cop. No quips about, Oh man, I'm trapped in this time loop. There has to be a reason for this. What is this cosmic hell that I've worked my way into? Um, it just doesn't like, it doesn't, I think it needed a little more. Like the character was not believable. The situation was obviously not believable, but that's fine. Um, except for the fact that they just choose to go this route of, ah, it was all in his head, so nothing really mattered that we did. But there wasn't, like, a breadcrumb trail that led me there that, like, I can look back on and be like, oh, 
cool, this all makes sense because X, Y, Z. Instead, right. you can look back on that breadcrumb trail and be like, oh, yeah, there were a lot of plot holes that I guess made sense that they were plot holes now, but, like, they weren't, you know, that wasn't that wasn't enough. Like, that's not satisfying to look back on and be like, oh, since it was all in his head, it makes sense that the story didn't make sense. Like, that that's, that's not satisfying. You we don't have enough for it to, like, connect to other things and still be satisfying, you know what I mean? Yeah, and they could have made, if they really wanted to go for that all-in-his-head, you know, narrative, they they could have, like you said, they could have breadcrumbed it better, or, like, you know, even those those quips when he comes back in saying things like, you know, this has to work, or, like, I can figure it out, or, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like you know, insinuating insinuating that I think would help, or, you know, breaking breaking that sort of reality. But, uh, yeah. But yeah. And, and, you know, they I mean, do some clever stuff, like, when you go back into the time loop after you found out that your, your wife is actually your half-sister, some things are different, right? Like, when you hover over her, it no longer says wife, it says her. You know, all of the, the artwork. The artwork is all, like, that was kind of nice you know all the trees and all the artwork is dead the picture of like you and your wife is just a picture of you looking sad like they do stuff to indicate that you're not like this is clearly not a you know a a healthy mental state but that's all after the fact right you don't get anything like that before the fact that would lead you to that conclusion right well alex you're not the only one who done like like this ending we got another root and tootin' (laughs) session of that's a crit to me i got some folks here that got their own dan, 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 darn opinions, and I'd like to read them to you. <laughs> All right. I think I this is love, a good time for that. While we're talking it. about the, the ending and that kind of stuff. Um, just speaking about the ending, I'd like to read one from uh, from Ashmit, who says, It's try-hard M. Night Shyamalan ending ruins the whole game. I strongly recommend to no one buy it, unless you're a fucking neckbeard loser. <laughs> Which <laughs> feels... <laughs> Strong at the end there. <laughs> Didn't have to go that hard about. Damn, yeah, that's a little. That's a little much. Also, what is he trying to say about the game's ending that a neckbeard loser would like? Uh, you know how neckbeard losers are always talking about how they like budget M Night Shyamalan. It makes total sense to me. I don't understand how you're confused, Duncan. Yeah, yeah. This one I like just because of how how it's how it's written. Uh, the voice acting is fucking great, but it can't make the storytelling better. Don't get me wrong, story isn't bad, but the way that they tell story is. Hmm. <laughs> the story isn't bad, but the way that they tell the story is. How do you feel about that one? I mean, I've felt that way before, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I I like how it's written. Now, this one's this one's great. This one's great. Uh, jer- jerseys? Jerseys. They hired Daisy Ridley after she helped ruin one of the most beloved franchises uh, ever. Yes, and now she got her foot in the door to help ruin gaming more. Yes. So the creator's politics are obvious. And knowing that, you'll guess all the plot thists, not twists, thists in the game. Man bad, even if he seem good. Woman good, even if she seem bad. Wow. <laughs> That's incredible i i for one knowing the creator's politics which i i did not and i still do not but i for one would knowing somebody's politics immediately jumped up ah those two characters are uh brother and sister and they've made an incest child in their own heads okay yep Easy That's the this agenda. is the future socialists want what can i tell you man i've got one more i do have Please. one more 
this one's very short by uh, Sanjo12345. I can't believe they ruined so great idea with this stupid endless nonsense loops. <laughs> so his his feedback on so, the game is so this, that the game loops, <laughs> but, but they ruined such a good idea with the loops. So this guy's this guy personally, what he's really excited about is the 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 incest and the patricide and the fact that you're playing a game that's all inside somebody's head but the time loop portion of it's just so bad <laughs> well maybe the voice actors he was mm-hmm. excited about point or, click. Or, or the point and click but these loops these damn God, loops are so I bad these man. loops oh yeah so so that's, that's a crit to wild. me that's wild that's a crit dude. to me uh i wait, oh you know what old, old santa does have one more in his bag it is a positive review oh good we never had one of those before, I don't think. On that Amazing and unique game. You actually have to use your brain to finish the game. Anything better... Uh, so, excuse me. Way better than anything on PlayStation. <laughs> sort of throws a, a console war bit in there, and I like that. <laughs> Thank you, Mega Crits, for that 10. Wow, that's good, man. I would not... that See, that the ending to that review was a much better ending than this game had. Yeah. <laughs> Much better than anything on PS. And much like that other reviewer said, uh, I can infer that that reviewer's politics just from that review. That's all I needed to know. <laughs> Man, that was written by a fucking... That was written by a... Uh, 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 shit. Who's the Microsoft guy? Oh, my God. Bill Gates? Yeah, that was written by Bill Gates. I could believe that for sure. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, what a... What a wild fucking segment. I love people. Mm-hmm. I love people's bad opinions just being out there for all the rest of us to enjoy. Yep, not like this. Not like this. No, nothing but good opinions here on Thoughts from Player One. We've never missed famously, and we never will. Um, Firewatch. Well, okay, you missed on Firewatch. I did not <laughs> miss on Firewatch. Uh, um, let's see. What do we want I'm to just, talk about? Yeah, let me uh, let me take a take a take a quick okay. second here. See which one of these we've talked about. Mm. I think the ones I didn't black out we have not yet talked about that you know, much, but we've, we've kind of touched kind on of most of them. Talked about this. This yeah, this okay. is just the yep, transitional yep. period. I feel like. Yep. Ah. Uh. We kind of talked about this too. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit. Maybe this. One I is think a these are. One. I think these are good. Okay. That'll Just put these... us at like a like a hot hour. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. You want to? You, you want to bring in with the question, or you want me to? Who's talking before? You did that to crit you, and then we. Oh right, right. Yeah. Um. Why don't I ask one to you? Which one do you want to be asked? Uh, any one of these three works for me. I think. Okay. Ah, what a great segment. (laughs) What a natural transition. Definitely. No silence before that transition that we edited out. Absolutely not. Uh, So, I'm thinking about these characters. I'm thinking about the ending, the relationships, etc. And I'm thinking I want to try this one again. Okay, I appreciate that. Let me try this again. I appreciate that. I mean, I will say, just real quick, this one, we did already make note that we didn't feel connected to the main character at all. 
You said that. I. That's true. That's true. You did not yet. I mean, I, I agree with you. I'd say, but, do you want to? Yeah. Do you want a chance to repeat that? <laughs> I just, I just had this half sister, okay, and I, just, <laughs> I got these vibes, baby. Vibes, I don't know dude. what's going on. Half sister making me forget how to act. Oh no. All right. <laughs> half sister about to make me make another mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, let's let's talk about the voice actors and stuff. Yeah, we'll wrap good. around to that one. Okay, so I know I, I mentioned at the top we got you know and in the middle we got you know James McAvoy, Daisy Ridley, and all her all her politics, <laughs> and Willem Dafoe uh, uh, playing playing as the, the you know the cop uh, man and, and wife respectively. Um, d- did these voice actors like help or or hinder your ability to lose yourself in the game? Was it like? Because I know that sometimes you hear a voice actor that you're familiar with, and you're like, "Oh, that's just that's just that dude," you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's hard to like reassociate or or anything like that. Uh, so so, what what wh- how did you feel about these voice actors being in this game? Yeah, I I think um I mean first off, what I'll say is I think it was the right choice to get them in the game because uh, I'm sure it got. 60% more people to play the game than otherwise would have because I like you said at the top you are right a lot of people were talking about like oh hey they got like they got Willem Dafoe in this game like that's crazy I gotta play it um so I, I do think that that was helpful in terms of the actual game you know I I expected it to to be a little more difficult to get past um you know Willem Dafoe is the only one of these these three that I like actively n- like recognize his voice readily right you know daisy ridley obviously ruined star wars um i'm right. kidding daisy ridley did did great and people who think she ruined star wars are fucking bigots um but i don't you know i wouldn't pick her voice out immediately and be like oh yeah that's who that is i know exactly who that is and james mcavoy is kind of the same way so i think there was like a little bit of a hurdle with with willem dafoe's character just in terms of like being able to suspend my disbelief a little bit more but he's also the character that speaks the least in the game so that was not as much of a problem um but i do think like just bringing in that level of talent kind of gave gave some initial impressions of like oh hey this voice acting is really good and kind of like i said earlier like it, it, it really helped me lose myself because the voice acting was good up until the moments when the voice acting, like the kind of the maybe the production or the direction did not quite match the talent that was brought in. And I think at that point, it became very apparent to me that, oh, like they did not have these people for very long. And that started to get me to think about kind of the back end of the game a little bit more in a way that I think did sort of overall... I would say it hurt my ability to kind of lose myself in the game a little bit. But again, I think it was the right choice. And I do think it is cool. It was really cool to be like, oh, shit, that's Willem Dafoe. Like, that is cool that he's just there on this game. Um, but, but yeah, I don't think I ever fully connected with any of the characters. And I think part of that is because I could, like, you know, I knew who was voicing them the whole time. Yeah, I, I don't think I I don't think I had that issue at all, really, with the with the with, you know, just like knowing who these people are um mm-hmm. mostly because i haven't really heard a lot of james mcavoy or daisy ridley other than those those famous star wars films um and um yeah i didn't recognize those two very much but what i will say is it did kind of remind me i'm like this is why movies is movies and games is games <laughs> isn't it <laughs> you know like like you know those emotional emotionally tense moments where i can just click on a character and my character just goes 
babe, sir, sir, babe, babe. And like, I can, I can ruin it. I can ruin a beautiful moment. And you know, that is my fault. That's not the game's fault, but Mm -hmm. I I feel like there are times where it's the game's, you know, go ahead. Sorry. I actually do think it is the game's fault because I think that (laughs) there's no reason for when you click on Willem Dafoe's character, while he's like tying up your wife, (laughs) you should go, sir, sir, sir. Sir, sir, <laughs> sir, and nobody responds to it, nobody reacts to it, and the game lets you do it permanently. Like, it's very funny and fun, and I, I'm almost <laughs> glad that they left it in, but there's no, like, you know, there's no reason for it to keep happening. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I at least he doesn't can... go, at least he doesn't say, like, this isn't the right time for that. That's not the right time. <laughs> you know that, what I mean? That, like, would all, that would be extremely frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, but, but yeah, that, you're definitely right on that one but i mean like i think that (sighs) they didn't really sell me on him and his wife really the man and his wife i i didn't Mm -hmm. i don't know i wasn't really there for that ship i I, not just because of the you know the relationship but even before that i just i don't know it it, it, their their relationship seemed odd to me at at the get-go which maybe it makes sense why now but but uh, I couldn't really buy into that. Uh, but I don't know. It, it, again, I don't think the voice actors really, really did much to like sway me either way. Yeah. All right. Well, did they do much to sway you in being interested in playing the game? Oh, I mean, I guess. I guess. I, you know, the bigger the bigger sell. If you said this had these three voice actors, or you said. This is an Annapurna published game. I think Annapurna published game probably draws me in more than famous voice actors and actresses. Oh, for sure. For sure. But also, when you give me the the one-two punch of this is an Annapurna published game and Willem Dafoe's in it, then, I mean, how do you resist, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it definitely, you know what it did? It did set a level of quality before I launched the game. I, I had some, I had some thoughts of like being like, this is gonna be the shit before I started playing it. Um, that's fair yeah Yeah, i think i had some expectations i was like all right this has to like narratively it's gonna be really going for you know you don't go out and get talent like that if you're not sure you have something um right i was wrong but what are you gonna do you know i'm gonna do well um do you i I guess i could ask that i mean it just feels weird to close on it like i don't mind asking it it just feels kind of weird to close on it it feels like we should have talked about that at the top yeah, that's true. But we can do it. If you got something to say on it, we can totally do it. I kind of do. I kind of yeah. do. I've got a little tiny, tiny ramble. I got it. And we'll close on that one then. Sound good? Yeah. All right. So to, to close it out, I think we got time for about one more question here. Um, what about what about this type of story? I'm curious, appeals to you. Like, I, I don't know how many other, you know, Groundhog's Day is, is kind of the quintessential one. I don't know how many other of these sort of time loop stories you've you've really done uh, or or engaged with you know obviously things like outer wilds and, and groundhog's day and if you've seen it maybe lived i repeat um like what what elements of this particular story worked and then like do you just do you like this story what type of what part of this type of story really works for you i'm i'm literally panicking right now because i can't find the there it is okay i was like Ooh. i watched a movie recently what the fuck name was it um yeah okay so uh yeah, I. This is such a weird classification. It's almost like it's not a it's not a genre, right? But no. it is a type of movie where they're like 
living the same day over and over mm-hmm. again. It's like a a, a, a genre trope. in games. Yeah, it's a trope. Thank you. Yeah, there's a word for that. <laughs> you can tell it's been a while since we've recorded. Maybe. Um, yeah, it's a minutes. it's a trope that I I like, and I think it's kind of hard to break away from. Right? I think most of the time the people in the the narrative have access to the world right like mm-hmm. they they can like go rob a bank and drink a lot and die and do all that kind of stuff well um and and in here it's much much more restrictive which was a nice kind of refresher and also would be impossible in a video game right like yeah like we can't we can't be doing that unless it's like grand theft auto scale stuff so or universe like outer wilds uh so so um you know seeing this story much more restricted in in, in that kind of trope was very very different for me and it kind of got me thinking about like what do i like about this trope because i do definitely like the trope um and i think that sometimes they get it right and sometimes they just get it so awkwardly wrong like convincing your wife that you're in a time loop takes like no effort at all like low level prank like i i if 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 my wife and my significant other say or you know the sorry the wife in the game significant other had the same style of brain i think i could convince my significant other i'm in a time loop like easy <laughs> easy easy uh so and i think something i like about it is like no one ever will believe you're in a time loop like ever yeah you have to be really you have to know a lot um so i think that isolation and how quickly people believe you is is kind of awkward in 12 minutes um but what i like about those are kind of the mystical element and explaining like why are you in a time loop and i like how sometimes that wraps around to you know uh, an aspect of the story that can either be a reflection of the self or a reflection of the world around you and I watched a movie recently that was more fun than a reflection of that called Palm Springs. Mm. I would recommend it. It's on Hulu. It's got and- Andy Samberg in Ooh, it. Ooh, okay. And, uh, and, and really good movie. Um, and, and that one had like, like it was like, okay, we're not going to make it deeper about reflection of the self. Like it's just kind of a goofy, fun movie that does have some like good, real like Groundhog Day vibes into it. So I don't know. I, I just kind of wanted to shout out that movie because I maybe thought about 12 minutes and, and just think about the kind of trope and see if you had any uh, introspections on the trope as well. Yeah, I mean, I think you did a pretty good job of, of you know, hitting most of what I would say. I, I do enjoy, you know, I've never seen a movie or a game that uses this trope that I did not enjoy. And I think generally I just really like that that feeling of things building upon themselves and that sort of the entire nature of what this is right you're just building upon knowledge that you've gotten in previous loops to sort of like you know jump your way forward into the next loop or the next part of this of this loop right that's that's what you do in this game that's that's kind of what you do in outer wilds that's what they do and and you know and uh again live die repeat that that tom cruise movie um that's sort of you know groundhog's day is a little more like pushing to the edges but there's still a degree of that like okay i know this so now i can use that information to do this right and i I like that because it's like I don't know. It's almost a, a shortcut to it. It makes the whole thing feel kind of like a training montage, right? It's like, oh, quickly, you're just like building this up, and then you can move quicker to the next thing. You can move quicker to the next thing, right? And I, I like that that feeling of like continually making progress and yeah. always using everything that you've done previously to be able to move yourself forward. 
Um, but I don't and know. This uses it. Uh, sorry, this uses it as like a, a psychological horror element. But most things are like most time loop movies and things like that. I see are more like a. It's like almost like a power fantasy. Like God, how just, just yeah. resetting days like that to an oh. extent. And I I think I like the fact that this goes for like a more horror element. I like the fact that this goes for more of a like, hey, this is like emotionally fraught. I think kind of like what you were saying with like, oh, your wife shouldn't believe you. Like you would never be able to convince her that easily. In the same vein, I think that people's emotional responses in this game are just really muted. um, Yeah. In a sense that like, oh, hey, you're like, if you want me to like believe these characters if you want me to feel for these characters which is maybe how you make some of these story beats that didn't work work they need to have responses that make some degree of sense and i I honestly obviously like you have to suspend your disbelief a little bit because it's a game and it has to be able to move forward right right but you are right like you can convince your wife that it's a time loop really 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 easily and like it's fun i enjoyed figuring out how to do that but it was just like oh yeah there's thunder and i know what's in this gift that you got me which i conceivably could have seen you buy at a store and you didn't notice me or something you know it's like yeah it's too easy and then even when she realizes it she sits down on the couch and she's like oh that's crazy i need a minute it's but then you can like engage her in conversation and she's just back to normal conversational habits and you're like okay right none of this doesn't work in a way that it needs to work the game tries to account for so much but for the emotional beats to work it needs to account for like twice as much and it needs to like ratchet up the responses to things quite a bit you know right Um, yeah and i think that's kind of where it you know it, it it fails in trying to do what it does there but the elements where you are building on things like i said in all those stories is is very very satisfying the the elements where you can you know as a player choose the dialogue option that is walk up to your wife and tell her everything you know and because it's also shocking she believes you is like that's really satisfying be like oh i remember when that was a full loop to figure that information out and now it just catapulted me ahead four minutes in this loop i did like that yeah did you ever try to kill your wife no, I did not actually even know you could until after I had finished the game and was like reading up on it. Yeah, I, I one time I, I thought because he was like, there has to be a way for me to convince her to, to give me the pocket watch. And then I dragged the knife on the wife be like, I could just threaten her like I could threaten her and, and, and learn. And then next loop, everything will be hunky dory. And then he's like, if I do this, I can't go back. I went, oh, <laughs> well, might as well figure out what happens. And uh, not much happens, so so no need to really do that or explore that. Just kind of disturbing and sad. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know what else I thought would happen, but... No, that's fine. It, I mean, there's a lot of, like, little almost red herring type things where it's like, hey, you can do this, and you'll get a thing, and it'll either be, like, fucked up, or it'll be funny, or it'll be, like, some weird referential oh, thing. Yeah. But, like, it doesn't <laughs> actually mean anything for the story at all. There's an amazing one that I got where where I just... You know, you, I got everyone to the point where they're all in agreement. you know, they're all happy, but I got the pocket watch beforehand and I put it in my pocket and and I put it in a different vent or something like that. Cause I'm like, I don't want anyone to possibly find this mm-hmm. and everyone's happy. And she's like, let me go get the pocket watch. And she goes to get it. Like it's, it's not there. Babe, can you get can you give me the pocket watch? And I just sat on the couch and stared at them dead eyed. And she's like, "Babe, this isn't funny. Give me the watch." And you just don't say anything. And Willem Dafoe is like, "This is awkward. I, 
I should go. And they're like, no, 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 no. He he, he has it. There, there, it has to be somewhere. And then he just bounces without the pocket watch. <laughs> that's so fucking good, dude. Yeah, I love that one. That was a great ending. <laughs> oh, that's that's so good. I, I love the weird stuff this game accounts for. And it's 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 fascinating. But then the game doesn't account for shit like, oh, he needs to see this Polaroid and I've got it on my person. It's not on the fridge. So he kills us instead. And it's like, okay, well. Or you didn't physically look at the Polaroid, so when you show the cop the Polaroid, he goes, yeah, cute pic, so what? And I'm like, no, I know what this is! <laughs> and you just have to look at it. Oh, Fucking... God. Well, but anyways, that's our bitch corner. That's, that's, that's enough. Corner. That. It's, it, that was 12 minutes. That was that was an hour, an hour on 12 minutes, an hour and 10 minutes on 12 minutes. I don't know exactly how long. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I don't hey, know. I, I, did I'm, you, I'm glad we played I, it. Sorry, one more question here. Did you think it was clever that the loop was ten minutes, but the therapy session was the two minutes before the loop? Um, did you think that was cute? Kind of. Kind of. I yeah, that's how I felt it. too. I'm like, I was like, oh, that's why it's called twelve minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it made me feel real smart when I like was trying to figure, you know, had the pocket watch, like the broken pocket watch, in the ending where you end up by yourself and was trying to go back to the therapy session and like reset the time to eleven fifty eight. I was like, ooh, you know what? I'm smart as fuck. Um, so that's kind of neat. You know what? You actually have to do that to get to the therapy session in general. Mm-hmm. The first time, I forgot about that. It's 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 clever. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, I'm glad we played. Like it. Alex said, <laughs> that was that was an hour in. Now twelve minutes on twelve minutes. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure to hit that twelve minutes. Appreciate it. Um, and uh, yeah, I I, 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 what else do I have to say? Ooh, I don't this know. This is don't normally where we would talk about our socials and and upcoming stuff. Hey, upcoming next is um, nothing. Shit, we don't know yet. We don't know yet. The next game we talk about will probably be Life is Strange, um, because the new Life is Strange is coming out in like a week and a half, two weeks, something like that. Um, Where's these fucking plebeians could play near? Yeah, oh I mean, if if the fucking guests we had could play near, because definitely I've completed it. Um, right. Then we will we'll, that one that will be on the docket. We will try to hit that one up in September, uh, if not early October, because um, actually Life is Strange is probably going to take us a couple weeks. So I think it's all coming out at once. But you know, watch out for that. Make sure you're playing along. Uh, if you have questions, let us know. And then. Yeah. Other than that, I think we just do socials here. It's been so long, but I'm pretty sure okay. we just do socials. Well, do I tell them my social Not yours. Media? Not you. Not you. Not you. Okay. Did I tell them my work email? Yeah. If you want to tell them your work email and give them your boss's direct line, I think that would be good. Okay. My boss is willem.defoe <laughs> at hotmail.com. Uh, that's such a real email address. There's no way that's not a real email address. <laughs> Dear Willem Defoe at hotmail.com, I'd like to report an incident. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to request PTO for Friday. <laughs> um, okay, for real, our our socials are twitter.com uh, forward slash thoughts from P1, or that's at thoughts from P1, whatever you type it in, however you get there, that's where we are on Twitter. That's where you post our episodes, post any other content we're making, uh, stream announcements, which speaking of streams, twitch.tv slash thoughts from player one, we played Wildermyth recently. Fun ass game. We'll probably be playing it again at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also streaming Danganronpa at some point. Um, and Facebook, you just look for us. You just search Thoughts from Player One. You'll find us out there in the wild with that just horrible blue icon that mm-hmm. I didn't change. Yeah, one that um, we've been talking about changing for two plus years. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. 
Um, and then our email is thoughtsfromplayer1 at gmail.com, all spelt out, no numbers. Um, you can email us game suggestions or questions about games we've played, and we'll respond to you. Uh, Discord group in the Descripty, which we post in. We're big active in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look, we haven't been active at anything in seven and a half weeks, all right? So I don't even True. remember what we used to do. True. What is our Discord at? Um, One, two, we just three, gotta give four, a... five, six, seven, nine. We got nine folks in there. There you go. There you go. Grow. Grow. Um, <laughs> this is the point where normally we have a closer. Do you know what we have a closer? Uh, oh, fuck. We could get another color fact. We could get another plant fact. We could probably get a Ooh, science fact. What do you want to Josh's get an anime, anime recommendation? Why don't you just insert a generic one and then we'll record something over it? <laughs> you, the one in the corner. You, yes, you. I'm talking to you. Come down to the corner. Good, good. In the left corner is that person. Hey guys, thanks for another great episode. Today's science fact is brought to us by Nuclear War. During the Second World War, two physicists from Purdue University were trying to describe the effective target area for an atomic nucleus, specifically that of uranium. They needed to hit this tiny atom of uranium to start the chain reaction that would trigger a nuclear explosion. In atomic physics, the cross-section of uranium is actually pretty big. Uranium is one of the biggest elements on the periodic table, so they're actually, you know, pretty large. But because these scientists were working on extremely classified material, they needed a uh, sneaky way to describe this size so no one could know what they were working on. They churned through the names of their co-workers and colleagues, but couldn't find a suitable one. So, being two scientists from rural Indiana, they decided on the term barn. As in, couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. For those who are curious, a barn is equal to 10 to the minus 28 square meters. Tune in next time for more scintillating game discussions and perhaps another science fact.